Handsome, welcome to Joy 94.9 and Morning Glory. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to be here. It's also nice too because we're a breakfast show, but with the wonders of radio, we're actually recording it in the afternoon. So we all feel it fresh and awake. A little bit more awake, yes. Yeah. And you look quite good in the daylight, Ben. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so <are> you, Dave. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh, we're loving this. So uh, you're in Melbourne for mm. your EP launch, yes. which is happening tomorrow, which is last week. Yes. <laughs> when you listen. We're, we're, we're back in time or we're forward. I'm, I'm confused of the times now. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure, but we can fix it with yeah. the, the wonders of radio. Yeah. So it'll be fine. So uh, this is your first EP launch. Yes, it is. I've had a couple of projects, like musical projects before this, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, this is the first uh, EP launch for Handsome. It is. I see. So uh, talking about your previous projects, mm. that would be Caitlin Park. Correct. Because yeah, Handsome is formerly known as Caitlin Park. So, well, I mean, under Caitlin Park, you had a lot of success. So what was the reason behind this name change? Um, there was a bunch of different reasons. First and foremost, the music kind of changed and I didn't think I could do it under the Caitlin Park brand. But also, I just wanted to have like a full change. I just wanted it to be complete. And, you know, I, I felt really different when I did it. So there was a couple of reasons. And then Handsome sort of came out of um, me growing up a little bit, going out with some people and learning that dancing was okay and it's really comfortable and it's really fun and it's something you should do. So I wanted to make music that made people do that. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, it was sort of a catalyst of a bunch of things, but hanging out with um, a lot of my queer friends at queer parties and then sort of a really scary night when we all found out about the Orlando shooting. So it was kind of like a, a catalyst of all of these things coming together, but uh, uh, that was kind of the, the big thing. The big thing. Yeah. Okay. I see. It is also, you've gone from a serious thing, I'm going to go to a lighter note, but it is sure. also a great name. Like, does it, you know, enlighten you that people can just say, hey, handsome, and yeah, just love like it. call you beautiful all yeah, the time? Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really, I mean, handsome's such a, It's. I just like saying the word out loud. Yeah. I don't know why, but there is such a romance to it and it's kind of an old-timey romance, you know, like 50s or 40s or something. And I kind of – I like the idea of Hanson being a character in my head, but I i don't make up a character. Mm. But I've just always ref- – like when people refer to me as Hanson, it connects with me more to my identity. When people are like, you're so pretty, I'm like – so you know yeah like it just I connect with it better I guess do you always go usually like in a professional term though do you go by Caitlin or do you know do you throw it out there sometimes like hey I'm handsome yeah yeah totally I love when people come up or they you know um maybe in the street somebody will be like are you handsome I'll be like you tell me babe <laughs> me and Gabe are actually we're gonna start up a pop group pretty soon are I'm we? gonna be calling myself sexy Adonis and you're oh. gonna be gorgeous Gabe so oh, I'm gonna be gorgeous yeah. okay sure I'll, I'll take that <laughs> no one's ever called me that gorgeous. before <laughs> <laughs> look I think we'll just make you handsome <laughs> <laughs> this album for you, I've I've done a lot of listening to it. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be all about expression and mm. expressing who you are and finding who you are. Yeah, is that has music always been like that for you? Like, what came first, the love of music or that want and need to express your opinions? I think like I think music always comes first for everybody for for all artists, and I'm speaking for all of you now. <laughs> um, no, like I think you know, music is just always the drive to this. But I think music's become a lot different in the last. 10 years the idea of that there's like a whole thing that comes with it when it comes to like a brand or you know the way the aesthetic and the way that you hold yourself the way that you talk etc 
but uh, I was just when I was doing Caitlin Park stuff I think I was a really different person and I think I was less sure of who I was yeah and so with this EP I wanted to make it very clear like guns blazing that is what this this music is about it's about a celebration of self-expression and me just sort of like shouting from the rooftops that I was extremely proud of who I was Mm -hmm. and whether that came um, in an essence of queerness or whether it was just who I am I think that like music resounds with anybody however they want it to happen you know like you might listen to a song and be like and I'm going through a heartbreak at the moment so that's what that song means to me and it mm. might never have been written with that intention yeah yeah I think that's kind of I really wanted that as a goal for this EP well so. we definitely don't have enough queer representation in general in the media but mm. in music we need it so much more yeah which kind of gets to my question because I wanted to ask you about Save Some Love and mm-hmm. Late Night Ball Game because mm. they have such great messages. Mm. For people that might not have heard those songs, could you tell us about those because I, I love the stories behind <laughs> them. Yeah. Um, so Late Night Ball Game was the first track that I put out. I wrote it with my friend Joyride who's not queer but a mad ally and an awesome dude. Yeah. And he, um, yeah, so we Late Night Ball Game is basically about a friend of mine coming out as trans and it, I'd had no idea and that he was trans and I, it sort of took me by surprise and kind of I was like, God, how did I not know? But also it gave me a moment to like step back and look at him and assess his bravery and be like, oh my God. And then also allowed me to do that for all of my queer friends, whatever spectrum that they were on. And so, you know, that was what that's about. The song is a homage to the idea of having to come out and the terror that a lot of young people feel because of it and challenging that. But also there is an elation that you come out of that with and um, Mm. celebrating, I guess, the community that looks after me so well and sort of, you know, with all of that. And then, and that sort of came out, I wrote that song two years before same-sex marriage debate and it sort of came out at that time, which was funny because it came out at that time, it was the first song for, from Hanson because, so I kind of felt like I was coming out all over again, yeah, which was cool. And then, uh, but yeah, it was a really tough time and so it, it resonated with a lot of people around that moment and it's, uh, it was, it became something where people sort of, used it as a tool to connect Uh, and then save some love is basically a song that I wrote about loving yourself and being okay with that and not being that person that gives out like you know people who are really empathetic it's so beautiful and so incredible but they give all of their stuff to other people and then they have nothing for themselves and if you get yourself in that position it can be a really dangerous spot and I've seen, um, I've done it and I've seen many people do it, but uh, that's kind of what that song was about. And I think because of where it landed in the aftermath of the um, same-sex marriage BS, everyone just kind of, everyone connected with it on that level, which was really yeah. great. And then the video that I made for Save Some Love, I sort of uh, gave it to my uncle who actually uh, took his own life the day that I released Late Night Ball Game. And came out as gay in his late 40s. And he, he basically took his own life because he wasn't accepted by his family. So it was kind of these all of these little moments that sort of came together in this one sort of catastrophic six months. Um, yeah. And so they sort of landed at those times. And so as I was saying before, that's how people sort of resonated with them. Mm. 
I've been uh, watching a lot of your videos online. Yeah, yeah, they're Gorgeous very good. Babe. So, yes, that's a, thank you. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They look like so much fun. Like, I saw that in a few, there's a lot of people yeah. in one that are into the other, yeah. and uh, it looks like a lot of fun. And is it true that you're starting a gang? <laughs> and and how do I be a part of that gang? Yeah, well, we. I mean, there's a there's a part of me that recognizes that music is such a strong thing if you have a community of people around it. It's not so much just about each song. It's about mm. the people that are connecting with it. Um, like the show that we did in Sydney to launch the EP, like that's exactly how it felt. There were people there that I'd obviously never met before and people that I've become friends with because of Handsome, yeah. which was really special. And so, yeah, I think secretly deep down everyone wants to be part of a gang. Like let's just be honest. <laughs> if somebody was, you know, if somebody handed you a double denim situation that said like some kind of hot gang on the back of it, yeah. you would want to be a part of that. I don't know. I reckon I'm getting Handsome stitched at the back of my um, jacket. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and everyone's just going to think I'm a wanker. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's, I guess that's the challenge with handsome merch. It's always like you have to wear it with pride. Otherwise you do yeah. look like a wanker. And that's the thing. You've got to, you, people say like, they put you down if you're confident and that you know what you're about. And that's yeah. the thing. It's about being proud of who you are and yeah, expressing exactly. yourself in that way. It's kind of a merch, merch that has even a different life of just challenging who you are. Mm-hmm. You also direct all your own videos, mm. which is pretty cool. Mm. How how did that come about? Um, I've kind of directed a bunch of videos, but always co-directed. Yeah. Um, and Late Night Ball Game, I co-directed with my friend Sam, who I've worked with a bunch of times and who also engineered the EP. But yeah, it's so much fun. As an artist, there's nothing better than having the music that you make be turned into a visual and yeah. I think a lot of artists write music with that in their heads yeah. and it's really hard to make a great video but it's really fun I mean you know the all the videos I've made I've worked with only my friends all queer people and they're all completely non-actors so it's like trying to get them you know yeah. one of your besties that you've known for however long be like okay now lean over and do this and it's just so much fun you know at every moment of it that definitely comes across and I encourage everyone to get online and look at those videos clips because they mm. are so much fun mm. and uh, I'll be available for the next one <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly to Sydney we're available for extras work <laughs> exactly perfect you uh, mentioned that you worked with Joey Ride mm. and he featured in uh, what song was it the well he actually he featured in Late Night Ball Game, but he also co-wrote no cowards. Okay, yep, that's yeah. another. They're all amazing songs. I mean, they're all constantly on my playlist now. Thank uh, you. You've hung out with or collaborated with people like Sarah Blasco and Courtney Barnett, mm-hmm. Joyride. I mean, we won't tell anyone, but who's your favorite? Oh, okay, I Collab. won't. Put it, yeah. Um, I mean, Joyride's the best. He's really warm and really funny. He tells a lot of jokes that I don't understand actually. <laughs> like he's very quick-witted, but he's um he's really supportive. Like, you know, he he sent me a message after my Sydney show because he wasn't there being like, "Look at you go." You know, just yeah. like that kind of stuff. Um which is I think a lot of the time people don't expect. But I will actually mention this. I did a collaboration with an amazing artist from South Africa recently called Fortune Shumba. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know about him, but if I was mentioning like some of my fave collabs that I've done recently, it would definitely be him and you should check out his music. He has a song called Trash. It's, yep. it's really good. Would you suggest anyone else for us that maybe has influenced your writing? Or We're taking your... notes here. We're just yeah, trying to be cool, handsome. That's <laughs> well, all we care about. If we, if we talk about, I can mention one other person if we talk about obsession when it comes to queer music and then King Princess. But okay. I think, I'm sure you guys are all over that. Hells yeah. yeah. Hells yeah. On that note, who were the artists that inspired you growing up? Who was that one artist that was like, that's who I want to be? 
Oh, that's who I want to be. That's a tough one. I think it's changed a lot, really. Yeah. I mean, I love Lauren Hill, mm. but I don't want to be her. Yeah. yeah. But I love the miseducation. Like, miseducation taught me a lot about singing, even though it sort of came out when I was nine or something. I love Joni Mitchell. I live for Joni Mitchell. I love Cat Power. I live for her. And if I could be any artist, it would probably be her, but maybe without the emotional baggage because I know that she is a beautiful but sad lady. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess those. And then making this record, uh, making this EP was more like um, I was listening to the XX. I love uh, yeah. Jamie XX. Sylvanesso I'm a mad fan of. Yeah, there's a there was a bunch of people, but it was more so, Muramasa, really amazing. Yep. But there was it was more sort of like on the beat side and more sort of vocally on the R and B side. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Who's one person you think the world needs musically, and who's one person you think the world doesn't need? <laughs> so this is going to require you to be a bit cutting. <laughs> <laughs> she can't. She's an artist. She can't bag out other oh, artists. Well, maybe not. Yeah, can. <laughs> you can say. Oh, you, you can. can? Say, I'm just sensing you can. So okay, cool. <laughs> Give us the dirt. Um, I'll probably regret this. And an artist that we do need. Yeah. I'm gonna say King Princess. An artist that we don't need. I'm gonna say Kanye. Oh right. Soz. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're free to say that. Okay. <laughs> like I feel bad about it, and I know that you know he's he's progressive, and the music he makes is pretty much next level. But yeah, I don't know about the guy. Mm. I'm with you on that one. I don't know much about him. Not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I'm not a fan. (laughs) So where do you want people to go to find out more about you? Where do you want us to listen to your music? What sites do you want us to look at? That kind of stuff. Um, Well, I don't make any physical records at the moment, so online's fine. But I guess, you know, like the YouTube, YouTube would obviously be great because you can see me and Mm -hmm. you can see my friends and you can see the people that I surround myself with, which I think has a lot to do with what Handsome is all about. But yeah, music, Spotify, wherever wherever you like to listen. I use Apple Music. A lot of people don't. So. I'm, I d- do I'm down with whatever. I've been listening on Spotify. You do you, do you. Yeah. You do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I will. <laughs> We're getting near to the end, but I want to ask you about the no hat, no play meaning because mm-hmm. I love it and we all can relate to it. Like mm. I used to just hate my teacher when I'd forget my hat. Mm. Like, oh, you bitch, I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I spent my whole childhood wearing a Chicago Bulls hat. <laughs> I did not take it off. Totally. What about when you needed the Legionnaires one to cover the back of your neck and if you didn't have that, you couldn't play? That's actually like totally in fashion at the moment. Yeah, it is. That's probably not the question. (laughs) But um, take us to the the EP title and, you know, what it's all about. Obviously, there's nostalgic references there. Yeah. I mean, another another part, like I was saying before, I love the word handsome said out loud, but know how to play, you can't deny that that's not a great thing to mm. say out loud yeah there's heaps it's a dual meaning just like handsome is i guess but um no hat no play i think a lot of people uh recognize the culture of queerdom as playing and a lot of like party and a lot of dance and i kind of like that idea my bandmate obviously talks about the idea of wearing condoms that's another part mm. but um no hat no play obviously was a childhood rule that all of us dealt with in australia and not that i defy the rule at all i understand that Sun cancer is a massive issue, but um, it was a memory that I have, and I think majority of us feel the same, that it's the first rule that we're given as kids that puts our safety into our hands and our Mm -hmm. responsibility. And the whole EP is the idea that we should be questioning some of the rules and some of the things that are passed down generation to generation that constantly say that older people know better than younger people. And And it's to to challenge the idea that people can never really be who they really are if they're told who they are. Mm. 
that's what I wanted to to sort of question. Not that I defy the rule yet again. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like as children, we're constantly given rules and I completely understand why. And, you know, adults do their best and I'm an adult now and I'll probably do the same to my children. But uh, yeah, I, it's to question the idea of just constantly being told who you should be because you will never become who you're supposed to be and you'll never like see that into fruition if you're constantly told that. Yeah, I love Good. that. That's great. That's, that's motivational speech for the day. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your morning. <laughs> Handsome, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you so much. All the best me. with the new EP. Thank you. <laughs> no Hat, No Play is out now. You've got your EP launch, which is tomorrow night, which will have happened by the time we play. It was a really good show. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. I went. It was amazing. <laughs> but all the best. And just come back anytime. Oh, I will. I'll all, be here. All day, every day. Every time I'm in Melbourne, I'll pop by. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, safe travels and good to see you. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Oh, 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 oh. See what you're missing, can't see what you're missing.